Sometimes the only thing you can say is Our mics are live. Good evening, truckers, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Live. Unlike absolutely everything else in the galaxy, we're not cancelled. We're sitting the required distance away from each other, as prescribed by Commander Dog's Breath. Which means to me, you're all non-breeding seals. I resemble that remark. Don't be too hard on yourself, you'll end up blubbering. We've broken out the stunt presenter. After 15 years, I thought I was finally over my addiction of performing stunts from old Western movies. But today, I've fallen off the wagon. And now, the news. Nations in cancellation proclamations as Hutton advice bites. Script theft at Hutton Orbital leaves presenters feeling blank. Mass mayhem maddens manders making off with mugs. Atris 5060's lost his marbles. Lose feeling all belligerent. And Norm has escaped and is staring into her crystal ball. She's a small medium at large. First tonight, we have news that stations throughout the galaxy have reported that despite not being officially in outbreak, Populations have been isolating themselves for fear that Thargoids have spread something nasty. The Winchester is shut. The away team are all wearing red. Bruce Willis is down to a string vest and bare feet. Shoulder pads with spikes are in vogue. And sales of the V8 interceptor variant of the Vulture are at an all-time high. Imperial orgies are now solo affairs, and there are reports that onanism is on the rise. Federation has relaxed rules on whether it's acceptable to wear mufti to work if you're working from home, and uh, the Alliance is, as usual, deserted. In these troubling times, we remind all commanders that the safest place to be is at the controls of your ship, well away from everyone else, and of course, multi-crew is fully approved, as of course, everyone is a soft, light, hollow bee, and therefore, virus-free. Hutton Orbital's weekly broadcast has been thrown totally into disarray as some dastardly bastard stole our script meaning that we're having to make all of this up on the fly. Will whoever has our copy please send it to this studio, Hutton Orbital, uh, somewhere near Eden, Proxima, Alpha Centauri, near Sol, as far as, as fast as you can, because we have no idea of what to read this week. It can be recognized by virtue of having all the letters in the alphabet 
not necessarily in the right order, mildly coffee-stained and assembled in an order that makes only a vague theme. Now that Hutton mugs are back in stock, the station's facilities have been overwhelmed by commanders purchasing and hoarding mugs as they continue to work on the hot mess goals. Commanders are queued up in the barking lot, whining about the pet working delays with station docking. Adding to the catastrophe, there is a new virus going round called Cubicle 3, causing shutdowns in not only other cubicles, but also McThargoid's, Virgo's discotheque and Alvin's office. Alvin is pretty rough over this, as it has caused delays in his biscuit delivery. Be sure to bring extra boxes to calm his nerves. He will be forever grateful for your porcelain behaviour as a furry Hutton, Hutton trucker. Good evening, trackers. Atrus5060 here. The Thargoids have gone missing, and I'm not sure what to do. The Eagle Eye is telling me nothing useful. Operation IDA or IDA, whichever, is still repairing stations. And oh, I wonder what's in this jar. They're coming to take me away, ha ha, they're coming to take me away, hoo hoo hee hee, ha ha, to the funny farm, where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha ha. The bubble is looking remarkably healthy at the moment. Our systems are neither too high nor too low with regards to effluence. Most are in boom state and all of them are very happy about that. Norma, is that you prodding me or has Alvin got under the desk again? What? Oh, sorry, influence. Influence, not effluence. Although, let me check. Yes, that appears to be at the correct levels as well. Ross 671 does have a touch of the infrastructure failures, so if the graveyard shift are still in there, you've got some trucking to do. Feel free to post out shouts for help if needed. There's an outbreak pending in Epsilon Eridani, so if you can wait for that to hit, then give it a couple of weeks of inaction before trucking meds and doing missions, that would be great. Over in Colonia, King Hanky would like you to hand in bounties at the old Procol Centurion tier. Run missions and passenger missions at Eol Procol Centurion Tier. Trade in Eol Procol Centurion Tier. And drop your expiration data in Eol Procol Centurion Tier. After checking in about it first, of course. What about Doriso? I pretend I can hear you cry. Well, it's an outbreak, so no one is allowed within six light years until further notice. Over to Norma. There's not much going on in the galaxy at the moment because everyone's on pause. But we've got, we've got one interesting t- station to talk about uh, where somebody has mucked this week. It is Cruel Terminal in Snotry Corpa. And that's about it from me. Flashy, it's 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 flashy
It's flashing. It's flashing. And the community goes. Hello, Flossie here with this week's CCCG News. Uh, Operation Hot Mess has uh, continued this week despite the difficulties caused by the infrastructure failure. Um, Fortunately, the markets came back online just yesterday, I think it was. So, or might have been Tuesday. (laughs) Um, So, the mugs are now on sale again and the mugging of all the systems in the galaxy has been continuing anyway. We have now had 44,413 of the 55,341 mugs delivered. So that's 80.25% of stations now have a mug. Um, 15,894 of the 20,609 systems have been mugged. Uh, That's 77.12% of systems that have a mug in every station. Uh, Once again, we have uh, people uh, who've delivered the most mugs, uh, their numbers continue to rise, with uh, nine people with a thousand or more mugs delivered. Uh, That's Duck Jack, 2,347. This was uh, a few, a couple of hours ago, so it may well have gone up now. Uh, Montgomery Python, 2093. Time Raider, 1566. Alter Ego, 1479. NEMB, 1453. Comet Bourne, 1375. LDSK, 1131. Multi P, 1069. And Vince Wincombe, dead on 1000. Uh, 295 commanders are now signed up. Uh, we want to get everything done by VECM, so that's 19 and a bit percent in 21 days. Um, Millstone Barn also said on Discord just before we came on air that he had completed the final mug drop-off for the 225 to 250 light-year range. So that's another little milestone. And, well, that's all from me this week. Bye. Flossie told you what to do. Pits reports here with all of the latest hot pit reports. But what does it mean when they see we're expanding? Does it mean that we're all getting fat? Where can we sell all our data and not be a dirty truck and funk top cock and boob loving useless incredibly annoying truck and hot pit report here with all the instructions hot pit report it's time for the hot pit reports well the news is that we have a war the truckers aren't at war. A what? But we have a war, yes. We're rusty. You can't do that to us. We're really, really rusty. Well, 
I think a few people may have got wind of this and there seems to be some excitement for dusting off those Dakadakas and beaming out those laser beams. So over in Wise 08550714, another faction has landed. This is a hostile takeover. They is, is this a hostile player war. faction? I don't know or if they are hostile, but they're going to find out that they can't be. Because <laughs> we're, we're going to go Sorry. in... I was just reading what Taran Taran four two nine five said immediately in response to what you said there. <laughs> He's just written pew 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 there you go. into the chat channel. Yes, sorry. Excitement. So in wise, uh, the star pilots have landed. It's a hostile takeover, a hostile expansion. Um, so they've dropped straight into a war with partnership of Alpha Centauri. So we need. The partnership to win so go in and fight for them go into the combat zones and do the scenarios if you're not so combat minded go and drop off at the station yamazaki orbital i think yamazaki orbital. landing 875 light seconds from the arrival point yes that's the badger um and run missions for them and generally be nice for them um and we need the partnership to win. If partnership win this war, then the star pilots would automatically pop straight back out again. If the star pilots win, right, they're in there for good, and we don't yet know their intentions. And we really because at don't the moment be partnership are in active state retreat, pending state war, and the they star are. pilots are in active state none, pending state war, recovering state expansion. Yes, and the we war haven't done BGS stuff in ages. Well, it's too stable at the minute this is about the only thing that can happen that's exciting so yes the at the moment yeah hut novel truck is not at risk 65 and a half percent yet mother gaia just behind us boo we don't like them federation democracy from seoul in second place at 10.2 percent partnership alpha centauri are third and those are the people who want to support they yes. are a federal faction but they're lovely and cuddly and and look like tribbles and then there are the star pilots. Um, boo, they shouldn't have come to our system. Um, they're based from LTT3572, and they've got four systems, three systems to their name, haven't they? Well, they're, they're, yes, they're from there, and they own Mildeptu. Mildeptu, that's on our doorstep. Oh, that's where they came from. Mildeptu, yes. yeah, boo. And um, also Wise and Lakale87060 as well, where they're based. And, uh, yeah, we don't want them to stay because that's rubbish. No. no. And also, if they've got Mil if they've come from Mildeptu, they're used to a little bit of a run to their, their stations. And we don't want them to get any ideas about jumping in where there's a nice long run to the station. So Yes, because Buckley City is 116,000 light seconds, Singer, Singer Enterprise is 115,000 light seconds, and Wheel Lock Terminal is 115,000 seconds, light seconds. But... They're, they're not really real distances. They're no. short. No. no. And if they go to Hutton and find that it's that much further, they will end up getting grumpy and they'll start fighting and causing trouble. So whip them out of wise. Don't let them get a foothold. Everything goes back to nice and normal. So everybody, if you're bored of mugging, go and uh, follow Tyron because Tyron's going to be heading off to war. Pew, 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 pew. And um, kill them, save us. Yay. That's the plan. Powerful People. Encyclopedia Galactica presents biographies of notable people in the galaxy. This week, 
Denton Petraeus. He was accused of assassinating Emperor Hengist. He accused Kahina Lorraine of attempting to assassinate him. By some accounts, he directly ordered the assassination of Kahina Lorraine. He executed the leader of Nova Imperium in the Senate House and watched while countless other senators were executed where they sat. He destroyed the Emperor's Dawn Movement and he has bombed into submission countless worlds. But is there a softer side to Admiral of the Fleet, Senator Denton Petraeus? Well, yes. On numerous occasions in March and April 3301, he was seen waggling his senatorial stick as the then 48-year-old walked out with 25-year-old granddaughter of the then Emperor Hengist Duval, one Ashling Duval. They were seen together guzzling bottles of Chateau d'Agion, fashion shopping in Fasis, and apparently dazzling senators with their sharp moves on the dance floor at the dinner to defeat dementia. For a while, the senator seemed almost human, despite sending wave after wave of ships to defeat insurrection, cause trouble for the Federation, or simply to punish tax defaulters. Of course, the Emperor had denounced his son and Ashling's father, Harold the Mad, as a little idiot who was utterly bonkers and unable to find his bottom with both hands, making Princess Ashling effectively the first in line to the throne. But it seems unlikely that Senator Petraeus had this in mind. He was simply bowled over by her youthful charm, her striking blue hair and her prismatic points of interest. Old Emperor Hengist was very ill, of course, but she refused to die, clutching onto life irritatingly well. When Senator Arissa Lavigny announced that she was the illegitimate daughter of Emperor Hengist and widowed noblewoman Florence Lavigny, her husband, Princess Aristide de Lavigny, having been eaten by a pet Linglang in an unfortunate domestic accident, and when Emperor Hengist announced that he would marry Florence Lavigny to legitimise the arrangement, no one could have been more delighted than Senator Denton Petraeus, who can in no way have suddenly felt he was backing the wrong horse. After the Emperor once more failed to die, and after Petraeus had made an impassioned speech urging everyone to help the Emperor get well soon, the day of the wedding arrived. Imagine Petraeus's shock and surprise when a member of his own entourage, Brendan Paul Darius, stabbed the Emperor, leading to an imperial vacancy shortly afterwards and, crucially, before the wedding. Perhaps there was still hope for Ashling. Sadly, no. A groundswell of support for the Emperor's chosen successor and suspicion of Petraeus's role in the assassination meant that Petraeus had to do some awkward equine acrobatics midstream. With Florence Lavigny and Zemina Torval backing Princess Arissa for the succession and offering Petraeus a safe way out if he did the same, it wasn't long before Petraeus found himself accusing his ex-lover, Princess Ashling, of involvement with the revolutionary Emperor's Dawn movement, simultaneously launching a bloody battle to eliminate that movement and declaring publicly his support for Princess Arissa. 
That was in September 3301, less than a month before Orissa was declared emperor. By early 3302, Emperor's Dawn had been defeated, and Emperor Orissa recognised Senator Petraeus's loyalty by making him Admiral of the Fleet. It was Admiral Petraeus who cancelled the London Treaty and resumed the arms race with the Federation. It was Petraeus who sent an Imperial Task Force to intercept the Federal move into the barnacle-rich Pleiades. It was Petraeus who was very nearly murdered by a holovid crew using a laser cannon disguised as a camera, who were allegedly members of the now-defunct Emperor's Dawn and who were, again allegedly, being bankrolled by Senator Kahina Loren, also known as Salome. And it was Petraeus who arranged Loren's show trial and had her transported to a prison colony, naked and chained to a bare metal bulkhead in what made for a rather kinky and slightly misogynistic scene in the scribbling senator's biography of Loren. In response to his shabby treatment of the clearly innocent Salome, her faction, the Children of Raxla, managed to rout Admiral Petraeus's flagship, the Imperial Freedom, in Iotiensis in November 3302. After having built all these capital ships, it was Admiral Petraeus who discovered that they were essentially useless against the Thargoids, who in late 3303 had started objecting to the exploitation of their meta-alloy supply by both Federation and Empire. Petraeus backed Aegis Research, a joint initiative to use small ships piloted by Pilots Federation commanders to drive the Thargoids back to wherever it was they came from. In November 3304, Admiral Petraeus found himself back in the limelight when Duke Kaiser Mordanticus, the self-styled Imperator, led an uprising against the Emperor. It was Petraeus and his fleet, together with a substantial number of freelance commanders, who put down the rebellion, arrested Mordanticus, and in front of a full session of the Senate and with the Emperor by his side, drew his personal sidearm and executed Mordanticus at close range. The Imperial Guard, acting on Petraeus's orders, then executed all known and suspected sympathizers and supporters of Nova Imperium. The Senate House ran with blood. So yes, there is a softer side to Senator Denton Petraeus. But he likes to keep it hidden. Tune in next week for another of the galaxy's powerful people.
howdy there, y'all. This here's Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you toot around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as having to self-isolate and spend all your time gaming. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, so let's get on to our top truckers this week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping around like them noisy crickets in a field, in first place for the third week in a row is Commander Mindwipe with darn near 50,800 light years jump. Are you trying to outrun the virus, son? It don't work that way, you know. Commander Takamoto took control of the trigger this week, turning the despicably dirty do-batter Don Antonacci and his band of pathetic pirates into space dust. He racked up over 40.6 million credits worth of bounties while tearing the engines out of each and every one of the Don ships. Running missions like no other, Commander Flossie 3 racked in 1,333 mission points this week and probably refueled just as many commanders. Loading up the new trailer attachment to the rear of a Lacon Type 9 and filling it to the brim, Commander Galagachamp hauled over 52,000 tons of cargo around the galaxy and visited several truck stops along the way, sampling all their coffee. Keeping control of the Hutton High Speed Rail this week, Commander Kremen's Respite delivered 1,696 passengers around the galaxy for the second week in a row now. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Brett Riverboat in 1 hour, 22 minutes, and 31 seconds. But the fastest run to Hutton so far in this month of March is held by Commander Doc Jack in 1 hour, 22 minutes and 49 seconds. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, Get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy with a book of Odie's worst best puns in the glove box. Speaking of which, I've been reading a book about anti-gravity. It's impossible to put down. <laughs> Uh, what what did the hamburger name its baby? Patty. My girlfriend said I'd never be able to make a car out of spaghetti, but you should have seen her face when I drove past her. 
And in true Odie fashion, just just one more. Mm. Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. Oh, wait. One, one more. One more. What would you call an average potato? A commentator. Oh, one, one, one more. Bad puns. It's how I roll. Commander Odimon crew, God bless you. See you in the next life. You take care. For the mug. For the mug. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off? Night-night.